1: This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 42. Don't panic. Recovering from financial mistakes and setbacks by J.D. Roth with IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. Rich.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Finance Daily, the podcast that brings you the best content in personal finance five days a week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Dan Warren. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Optimal Finance Daily, where I read to you each and every day from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. And today we have a guest post that was written at Ramit Sadie's blog by J.D. Roth, uh, who writes about personal finance, smart personal finance, over at getrichslowly.org. And like many authors on this show, J.D. Roth is somewhat of an accidental personal finance expert, if you will. He's just a regular guy who was able to dig himself out of a massive Hole of Dead. And he now gets over a half million readers on his site. He lives with his wife and four cats in a 100 year old house in Portland, Oregon. So he's an interesting guy, like so many of our authors here on the podcast. And before we get to JD's post, I want to stop and ask you if you have subscribed to the show yet. If you have not, please do take a second to hit that subscribe button. It goes a long way with podcast rankings. And also, you don't have to hunt out our podcasts on a daily basis. They'll be delivered to you automatically every time there's a new episode, which is every day here at Optimal Finance Daily. And that's it. Let's jump right in and start optimizing your life. Don't Panic, Recovering from Financial Mistakes and Setbacks by J.D. Roth, writing at IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. When I was young and stupid, I became addicted to spending. I got my first credit card in college, and over the next 15 years, I accumulated $35,000 in debt. I'm debt-free now, and I've even begun building a nest egg, but I didn't reach this place without making a lot of financial mistakes along the way. Dealing with mistakes and setbacks is an important tool in your personal finance arsenal. Preventing problems. The best defense is a good offense. I used to spend a lot of time reacting to problems, bounce checks, car repairs, soccer injuries, and worst of all, my own dumb choices. With all the life dealt me, I never seemed to get ahead. Then I realized that the best way to defend against financial setbacks was to actually prepare for them before they arrived. Simple, I know, but it's the simple stuff like this that forms the basis of smart personal finance. Two methods in particular have helped me deflect many setbacks. Number one, education. I finally became frustrated with my lack of financial literacy, so I decided to do something about it. I read personal finance books, I read magazines, I read blogs. Most importantly, I talked with those friends that I knew had control of their finances. They were happy to give me advice and I was happy to listen. Number two, preparedness. I started an emergency fund. Setting aside $500 or $1,000 in an online high-yield savings account is cheap insurance. If you have a cash cushion, your financial plans can't be derailed by a single stupid mistake, unless it's a big mistake. Picking up the pieces. Education and preparedness will only get you so far, you're still going to make mistakes now and then. You need to know how to pick up the pieces. Nothing will make things whole again, but there are a few things you can do to minimize the damage. Number one, don't panic. When you suffer a setback or when you realize you've made a mistake, your stomach gets tied up in knots. It's easy to feel overwhelmed. Relax. Take an hour or two to distract yourself. Better yet, sleep on the problem. It's amazing how a little time can provide increased perspective. Number two, back out of it if possible. Some smaller mistakes can be reversed. Did you just blow a wad of cash on an Xbox 360 or some new clothes? Are you feeling buyer's remorse? Return the items if you can, or sell them to recoup some of your loss. Did you sign up for a gym membership that you now regret? You may be able to cancel the contract during the grace period. If you make a mistake, first try to undo it. Number three, evaluate your options. Not all mistakes and setbacks can be reversed. If a little old lady runs a stoplight and totals your car, There's no undoing the damage. Make the best of your situation. Focusing on your long-term goals, make a list of the options available to you. Don't make a rash decision. Be smart. Number four, don't let it get you down. When you make a mistake or suffer a setback, it can be tempting to ease the pain by spending more money. We buy things to make ourselves feel better, but the spending actually has the opposite effect. We feel guilty about what we've purchased, and this guilt makes us want to go out and spend more. Fight that feeling. Don't let one problem snowball into two or three. Number five, learn from your mistakes. Figure out where you went wrong. How did that traveling salesman sell you those overpriced steak knives? What can you do in the future to prevent yourself from doing the same thing again? It's a fine line to walk. You don't want to beat yourself up, but you don't want to keep making the same stupid mistakes either. Number six, don't fall victim to the sunk cost fallacy. When I play poker with my buddies, we always try to goad each other to betting more than we should. If I bet a dollar on a pair of jacks and there's an ace on the board, The guys will try to convince me to put in another buck. You're pot committed, they say. This is the sunk cost fallacy. Just because you've spent $200 on a gym membership already doesn't mean you need to keep spending money on it. Cut your losses. Get out as soon as possible. Although I make fewer mistakes than I used to, I still do stupid things from time to time. Last fall, I was talking to a friend who worked at the corporate offices of the Sharper Image, a company that makes and sells technological gadgets. He was telling me that the stock price had fallen, but that management was certain they could turn things around. It was just a passing conversation, but it made me think. The next day, I went out and bought $3,500 worth of Sharper Image stock at $3.14 per share. This was the bulk of my Roth IRA money for 2007. This was dumb. I didn't research the stock. All I was doing was gambling, plain and simple, and I lost. As you may have heard, the Sharper Image declared bankruptcy recently, cutting the value of my investment from $3,500 to $350. There's a chance this will drop all the way to zero. I could let this get me down, and believe me, I think my choice was plenty stupid, but I've tried to put a positive spin on it instead. I view this as a costly learning experience. I believe that the average investor should steer clear of stock picking and focus on indexed mutual funds. That's where 95% of my money is. This experience has only strengthened my conviction. I do hope to invest in individual stocks sometime in the future, but for now, I'm going to concentrate on becoming better prepared and better educated so that I don't make a mistake like this again. You just listened to the post titled Don't Panic, Recovering from Financial Mistakes and Setbacks by JD Roth, writing for IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com.
0: If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news there's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kids' college. usps ground advantage simple affordable reliable
1: if you have any comments about the post or the author anything that you'd like to share about what you've heard today come and visit us at oldpodcast.com that's oldpodcast.com and share your thoughts and a reminder while you are tooling around our website while you're there please sign up for our free weekly newsletter and when you do you'll automatically get a free money tracking spreadsheet to help you with your own finances, and you'll be entered to win a book each and every month as well. We're giving away a book, in fact, in just five days, so make sure that you join signing up for the newsletter before then in order to be entered. For a quicker way to sign up, you can text the word financial to the number 44222 to be entered automatically. And that is it for episode 42. Thank you so much for listening today, and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.